Welcome into Bills Tonight Digital presented by Hunt Real Estate, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. I'm Maddie Glavin. The Bills defeat the Colts 27-24. They're moving on to the divisional round. It's their first playoff win since 1995. It wouldn't be a Bills victory in the playoffs without a dramatic finish. This time it turned out with a win. They wouldn't be tricked by that Hail Mary pass at the end of the game. I'm going to bring in my friend Eric Wood, a Bills legend, to help me break it all down. And Eric, oh my gosh, like this game couldn't have gotten any more stressful. But the Bills come out with the victory. They're moving on in the playoffs. What an epic finish by this defense to be on the field and win the game for the Buffalo Bills. Just a testament to how far they have come since the beginning of the season. How were they able to seal the deal here tonight? Well, that one might have took some years off my life, Maddie. <laughs> Man, that was that was a roller coaster from start to finish. And honestly, the Colts came out strong and they executed their game plan in the first half. They took the air out of the football, limited possessions of the Bills. The Bills were able to make enough plays. They built a second half lead, which is what they wanted to do to put pressure on Phillip Rivers in that offense. But they were able to nickel and dime down the field and use that run game. But it was most effective in the draw game, which we'll get more to later. But the Bills came up with a big stop at the end of the game when they needed it. And after back-to-back -back scoring drives they gave up to the Colts, the Bills defense came through in the end. And all along we heard about how that Arizona Hail Mary could pay off down the road. And you know what? This time, Micah Hyde bats it straight down and they get out with a win. Yeah, the Bills said after that loss against the Hale Murray, they said we could let this define us or we could move on from it and get better and learn from it. And, and they said multiple times, I think we've been able to take this and get better from it. But you truly saw that in the last play of the game where they would not be tricked by that Hale Mary. They were able to defend it, call it no, no good and move on with a postseason victory. Well, we've got plenty of sound for everybody to listen to. Let's kick it off with some Cole Beasley sound. He had seven catches for 57 yards. Let's hear what Cole had to say about this sweet, sweet victory. Uh, well, first of all, how are you feeling after, uh, you know, first game in a couple weeks, one limited practice since week 16? How's your knee feeling after the at the end of the game? Uh, I'll be all right. I'm just glad we got the win today. Right, what was this offense able to do to get things clicking there in uh, in the second quarter? It seemed like you tended to stall out in the first first few drives of the game before finding your footing. Yeah, they're uh, they're probably the best defense we've played all year. Um, they got a great scheme and they mix it up. They do a great job of mixing it up. So, um, then we started off with a little uh, a lot of bad field position early. Um, and then we just really just had to stay patient and figure it out. They're a defense that makes you earn it. So, um, you know, we, knew we had to be patient with, with this defense. Um, just glad we did enough today. Yeah, Rick. There you go. And uh, uh, appreciate it, man. Thank you. Hey, Cole. So, um, this team finally got fans in the stands. Just what was it like just to see fans there and, you know, hear that momentum as, you know, the game kept going on? Uh, it definitely gave me the boost that I needed to. Um, I needed a little extra to get me through it today, so um, I, I appreciate it for sure. Uh, got our juices and adrenaline flowing more so than than normal. So um, it was everything that we needed today. I'm, I'm glad they finally let them in.
they call Matt Beauvais here. I think most fans watching that probably had a near heart attack probably at the end of the game. What were the emotions like down on the field and on the sideline? It was the same way. So <laughs> we're into the game just as much as they are. We want to yeah. win bad too. So, you know, we, we invested so much into this stuff, man. So, um, you know, these up and down games like this are our emotional roller coasters for us. And, um, you know, it's, it's really hard to come down from them. It'll be hard to sleep tonight, but hopefully we can get some rest. And then I guess, you know, these last couple games for you guys have been pretty comfortable wins, at least on the scoreboard. Does it do anything for you guys as you get ready to try and make a playoff run to win a close, tight game? Well, this is the playoffs. This is what it's going to be, and it's going to come down to the wire every time. You know what I mean? So, um, we're, we're going to try to blow people out, you know, because that's what we do, but... Um, on offense, we want to score points, but um, it's not necessarily going to be like that all the time. We're playing a lot of good football teams, and they were a great football team. It doesn't matter if they're the last seed or the seventh, the first, the second. They're all good now. You know what I mean? So, and um, teams play their best football at the end of the year in the playoffs, so we're going to have to play our best football to win. Thank you. Hey, uh, Cole, Mike, Catalana, um, Gabe Davis made two huge plays for you guys right before the end of the first. For a rookie to do that, first playoff game, I mean, you've been watching him all year. What's to say about him? I mean, he's been doing it all year, so I expect nothing, nothing different. I mean, he's not a rookie anymore. He's a veteran at this point, so we expect him to make veteran plays. And he's done that. He's done a great job. Uh, he's got a great head on his shoulders, and uh, he's going to continue to do that for us. And you've referenced a couple of times the Houston game last year, the playoffs, which was a, a wild one, kind of like this one was today. Did you think about it at all today? Or you have you put that back out? Is that game gone now? Oh no, the game's gone now. We've already learned from it, and we've already made the adjustments that we needed to from that game last year and all season. So um, that game's in the past. Okay, thank you. Hey, Cole, Matt Fairburn here. Can you hear me? Um, I'm curious, you know, Josh Allen's ability to make plays off script and off platform. Um, what has that meant to your offense? Yeah, that's what makes us so hard to, to really contain. That's him. You know, he's a big difference maker for us. He's the engine that makes this thing run. Um, we just got to do our best to be as good as him for him. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, what, what did you notice about him and his demeanor throughout this game, even in the second half as things started to get a little crazy there? He's, he's such a different player uh, mentally this year than he was last year, and he's been it all year, so it's still, it's still the same uh, from the season to the playoffs. So um, that's who he is, and you know we're going to follow him everywhere he goes because we know uh, we know he's uh, – you know, he's everything that we need to get there. So we got to protect him as much as possible and do everything we can to, to make it easy on him. It's rare you get with players like that. Thanks, Cole. Hi, Cole. It's uh, Jay Skursky with the Buffalo News. I apologize if you were asked this already. You probably were. But was there ever any doubt that you were going to play? And how did you feel physically? No, there was no doubt. Um, I, I felt good enough. Did you have to apologize to uh, Coach McDermott there at the end in the fourth quarter? It looked like you made pretty good contact with him on one play. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't even notice that I 
hit him. I was kind of upset about my route on that one. Gotcha. And then uh, Stefan Diggs, you know, another monster game. He's been doing it for you all year. What can you say about his performance? Yeah. We've seen it all year. He's, he's a big difference maker for us. He's that big play guy that we you know, him and Gabe have both done good jobs in that regard. And they stretch the field and help me out for sure. And being, and being out there along with, with John Brown. And even the tight ends we got, we have so many weapons, man. It's just so hard to defend. Uh, and all those, all these moving parts uh, kind of work together. And I'm, I'm helping them, they're helping me. So, I mean, you need that to be a good football team offensively. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Cole Beasley, Luke Larkins, one for Sports 1080. How much did the poor field position affect uh, your play timing in that first half? Anytime you start off backed up in your own territory, it's tough, especially when you're inside the five. So. Um, I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to have a bad situation turn into a worse situation. Um, you can't turn the ball over because they're going to get points pretty much. Um, you don't want to get a safety either, so um, you kind of just got to do your best to get out of there, and then you can really run your offense. You can't really. It's hard to run your normal offense backed up like that. So you got to do a better job next game of trying to start off with better field position to help us out. Right. Um, how was uh, Bill's Mafia able to energize you guys today? Oh, it's huge. Yeah, you know, I needed um, extra juice from them. So, um, I mean, that, that got me going. I haven't been, I don't know if I've been this excited for or had this much adrenaline for a game in a while. Um, definitely. You know, don't know when you're like the first game, it was weird not having fans, and you sort of get used to it, but then you kind of forget what it's like to have them out there. And it wasn't even all of them, so um, but it seemed like it was, so it was a good feeling to have them back out there sometimes, right? So, so, sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. All right, man, great hand out there, man. All right, cool, you're all set. Thank you. And that was Cole Beasley uh, talking about the matchup and everything that he saw in that game. And, man, a really, really intense matchup between the Bills and the Colts. He explained field position, and that was something that the Bills haven't really been used to. Most of the season they had great field position. They, they killed it on third downs most of the season. And... Uh, ran up the time of possession uh, column in the stats most of the season as well. All of these things the Bills didn't have in their advantage today, but they were still able to find a way to come out with a victory and make those possessions that they did have matter. Well, on defense, the Bills got to the work got to work in the second half, and we'll see what Jordan Poyer had to say about their big stop to end the game. We always, we always you know, like, like to say, bad, but don't break in the red zone. Um, Couple, couple drives today, we were able to, you know, they, they drove the field on us, but we were able to hold our own in the red zone, just turn around, you know, fourth and goal, stop them, and then you see our offense come around and drive the ball 99 yards. And that's complimentary football. That's what coach has been talking about all, uh, all season, really, but all week. Uh, so, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was fun getting parts. How much deja vu were you having there on that last play? None at all. I had all the confidence <laughs> in the world you out there. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Hey, Jordan, congrats on the win. Uh, 
just, I guess, what are, what are the emotions like after winning this franchise's first playoff game since 1995? You know, I, <laughs> I haven't really got to kind of literally just walk off the field, so um, I haven't really got to celebrate or kind of take it in. You know, it's, 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 this is awesome, man, for, for the Bills organization, for the city, um, just to be able to play a home game and, and get a victory, man. You know, since 2017, uh, we, we've been working at this, man, for for a day like today to come out and come out on top, you know, it, it, we want to keep going. We're more hungry. What was it like to uh, to run out of the tunnel and actually see fans out there? It was wild, man. It was it was like, you know, it was wild. You know, it was a cool experience to see them again. Um, I know they had a blast. I know my family had a blast, and we were just happy to put on the show for them today. Awesome. Thanks, Jordan. Congrats. Thanks, man. Headed Jordan, uh, Adam Benini here in the uh, press box. I just wondered what explanation you got on what looked like the Pascal fumble there uh, when he was ruled down. I'm just wondering in all the confusion down there. Yeah, keep it real. I didn't, I didn't really get a good, I didn't really get a good explanation. Uh, Rep, I was speaking to during the play and while they were reviewing it, uh, you know, he had thought just from what he's seen on the TV. And I didn't touch him when he came down. Um, I didn't feel like I touched him, especially I've seen it a couple times. It might look different on the TV copy, but, um, you know, I'm just trying, just trying to make a play, you know, very many plays. It's probably tough for them to end the game on a situation like that, where it's kind of 50-50, they weren't sure. So, you know, uh, at the end of the day, we got the, win, we got the victory. Uh, that's all right. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, Jordan, congrats, uh, congrats on the win. Um, Thanks, Nick. Yes, and look, a year ago, um, it, this team, you know, we know what happened in the wild card game. T today, composure seemed to be uh, in place on all aspects, uh, the defense holding up at the very end, but also in other places, uh, the offense, same way. D do you feel, or did you feel, even going in and then throughout the game, how well uh, did, did that occur to you, the poise just being maintained Unlike a year ago. Yeah, I, I think I've said it kind of a couple times throughout the season. You know, this is a much better football team. We've been through a lot of situations. Um, I've been through almost every single type of situation from what you've been in. You know, been in close games, been in, you know, games where we've just gotten our ass kicked. Um, so we've been through the thick and thin being being ready for moments like today. You know, um, it, it's, it's crazy. Nothing faces these guys out there. You know, we're, we're fourth and goal on the two-yard line. You look at the guys in the defense eye and kind of ready to, ready to F and go, you know. So it's a fun group to be a part of. I'm sure we're blessed to be here and play with these group of guys. Um, just a relentless group of guys. That, you know, we're, here, we're here to win the Super Bowl. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. Yes, Jordan, good afternoon. George Radney, Challenger Community News. Congratulations on the win today. Thanks, George. Hey, what, what was the coach doing today that made their running game so successful uh, today? I mean, that's a that's a, a good one. That's a good football team. Two, that's a really good team that, that runs the ball really well. Um, you know, there's a couple times we missed some tackles. Uh, a couple times, you know, uh, just maybe not fitting the run right. Uh, you know, I think we were able to settle down. You know, they, they cracked a couple of routes, but we were able to settle down and start seeing things and get a little bit faster. Did you expect them to use their tight ends as much as they did today? Yeah, I mean, they they, they use their tight ends. Uh, from the tape I've watched, you know, especially Doyle, uh, Burton, you know, they, they use those guys as, as pass catchers. 
Um, Doyle, you know, he's a he's a guy who's been in the league for a long time. He's very um, savvy, uh, like a savvy veteran player who understands leverage, understands concepts. So, you know, we understood that they were going to try to you know, use those tight ends. Thought T.Y. might get involved a little bit more down the field, but um, you know, corners outside did a damn good job of moving uh, the ball. All right, thank you very much. Once again, congratulations. Thanks, George. Hey, Jordan, over the past six weeks or past month or so, you guys have been really having your way with whatever opponent you faced. What does a win like this that you really had to grind out for do for you guys moving forward? Yeah, man, it just continues to build confidence. Um, we were just speaking a couple of minutes ago. That was it. I mean, we didn't play as good as we won that we wanted to play and two that we could play. And so um, we got a lot of work to do this week in order to prepare for the world we want to play. And, you know, they're probably going to see some of the same runs that we got gas today. And so we have to you know, fix those things and come ready to play next week. But uh, definitely, definitely builds a confidence. Just continue to build that um, throughout this throughout this playoff streak. Is it a nice reminder that you can win the close one? You can win the close ones too? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this NFL, you can't blow every team out, even though I wish you could. But, uh, you know, you got to find ways to win those close games. You know, again, today we didn't come away with the turnover. So, you know, that's something that I know that we're going to harp throughout the week is that we got to get our offensive ball to short field position. Um, just the way they're putting up points, and then, you know, if we're just able to give them an extra one or two possessions, um, it'll help our team a lot. Eric, this was a grinded-out win for the Buffalo Bills, and to end the regular season, they were pretty much blowing out teams, winning by 10 or more points in several of those late wins to end the regular season. And I think back to the middle of the season, to the beginning of the season, when the Bills were in some really close games, when maybe they shouldn't have been, were able to find a victory in some of them, but this brought me back to the middle or the beginning of the season, when the Bills were still trying to figure out their identity and things like that. But in this game, we saw them struggle converting third down, doing only 22% of the time. They they led the league in third down percentage to end the regular season, converting almost 50% of the time. Uh, their time of possession was not in their favor, almost held the ball nine to 10 minutes less than the Indianapolis Colts. So how were they able to take advantage of this, the possessions and the opportunities that they did get to be able to score points? Because they started out the game with a couple three and outs, but were able to, to get going. Josh Allen got in his groove, started to find his receivers so how did you see that come together with Brian Dayball's play calling well when you got an 11 and 5 team coming in I, I predicted early in the game one of the big uh, determined determinations of who was going to win the game would be touchdowns in the red zone and that's where the Bills were able to capitalize you were right third down was not the Bills strong suit today and all throughout the season it had been and the Colts came in with the number two ranked rush defense in the league. Their front seven is excellent. Maybe the best in the NFL, especially at stopping the run, led by DeForest Buckner, led by Darius Leonard. And those two guys played strong against the run. And there was numerous times in the game, whether it was Josh running the football or Zach Moss, they got stuffed on third down. And they also put themselves behind the sticks a lot and got themselves into some third and longs, and they weren't able to convert those. But what the Bills did do a great job of scoring, it was scoring touchdowns in the red zone. And then when Tyler Bass had his opportunities, he made the field goals and Blankenship's one missed field goal and the time that the Colts went for it in the tight red zone both hurt them when, it, when the game was on the line. 
Yeah, Brandon Bean's later round draft picks from this year. Gabriel Davis and Tyler Bass looking pretty good in their first playoff game in their NFL career. Well, we have Josh Allen in the Zoom room, so we'll send it over to him and see what he had to say about this tight game. We're going to be really, really composed. You know, obviously on third down, we got to be better. Um, just starting off slow, you know, we have to find a way to pick that up. Um, at the end of the day, we got, we got the job done. You know, I think the key point, turning point of the game is that fourth goal, fourth and goal stop for our defense driving down right before the, uh, the half, getting a chance to double dip there. And, um, and then we got field goals coming out of the half, field goal coming out of the half, but uh, we got to find a way to get the touchdown there too. But, um, you know, we didn't have to win the game. That's all that matters. Yeah, and I know uh, how you guys like the double dip one into halftime, but uh, your first playoff win, your, your very first playoff win, Josh, just describe your emotions on today's victory. Um, I mean, it's, it's obviously new territory for myself, um, but, you know, it just gives us a chance to play next week, so I'm super, super pumped to, to keep playing. Great win, man. Keep it going. Thank you. Hey, Josh Maffelvey here. Um, I guess what did uh, you guys learn about yourselves today in such a close game, especially considering these last couple weeks have uh, been a little bit more lopsided, at least on the scoreboard? Yeah, uh, well, we found a, found a way to win the close one. Um, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, there's still some things that we need to clean up, myself especially. Uh, a couple of protections here or there, a couple of times with the ball. Um, I can't take that sack fumble, you know, going in, uh, in, the, in that late in the fourth quarter. Now, I do want to give a shout-out to Cole, though. Um, seven catches on his knee, uh, greeting through it, being as tough as he's, you know, he's tough as nails. Uh, so to come out and play the way he did, it was awesome for us. And he made a couple of crucial catches for us. Um, I know he had one, one, maybe two first downs, but, um, you know, just uh, the perseverance of this team, I think that's kind of what, what this team's embodied by. And Josh, we've got this glass barrier here in the press box, so we don't necessarily hear everything as well as obviously you guys do down on the field. But what was it like with fans back in the building? And uh, just kind of that extra yeah. energy? It was crazy. Um, I mean, for the team to, or for, you know, fans to be allowed and experience that with this team, uh, it would have been a shame if we couldn't do that. And I know it was only 6,700, um, but that's more than zero. So uh, <laughs> I'm super excited for, you know, the fan base here and, um, I don't really under, I, I don't think guys really understand the meaning and the impact of, you know, winning a playoff game for this franchise. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I think we're not in tune to that because we want to win more. You know, one's, one's not good enough for us and we got to go find out a, a good way to put our best foot forward this week and try to go ex execute next week whomever we may play. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate you, man. Hey, Josh. Congrats on the win. Um, just with respect to your touchdown pass to Stefan, you guys had a long break there, unfortunately, due to the injury to Zach and then the timeout. How long did it take before the decision was made to take a shot there, or was that a pretty quick call or quick conversation between you and Coach Dable and Coach? Um, I mean, it was a pretty quick call, and I had been uh, begging for dates uh, for that play for a while, and he called it the perfect opportunity in the perfect situation. Um, you know, prior to that play, I actually got out of it. Um, I, I switched it to a different play, and um, then they kind of went back and gave us the right look, and we got back into it. So good job and communication by our guys and understanding their roles, and, uh, you know, Steph did the rest. You know, he won, got open, he caught the ball, and that's all that matters.
I mean, that window looked good enough for you to throw into, obviously. But the way that Stefan had to adjust with the corner closing, it had to be a tough view from his side. I don't know if you talked to him afterwards, but did he see it all the way in, or was it just a little bit of blind hands there at the end? No, he saw it all the way in. He did a good job with late hands there. That's what, you know, really good receivers do. They don't like to tell the DB when the ball's coming. So he just kind of got into the, the area he wanted to get to and put his hands out the last second and made that all the play. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Hey, Josh. Um, Cole said that this might be the best defense you guys have played all year. What were they doing specifically? Uh, that What did they do well that was causing problems? Well, they did a good job of taking away the run um, for one, a couple third downs, third shorts. You know, we got to find a way to convert on those, but they were long, they're fast, side to side. Um, you know, and you know, those linebackers are really good. They, they, they're able to squeeze on some windows extremely fast, get their hands up, and uh, make it tough for, for the quarterback in the throwing lanes, but um, you know, I, I, I'd say we did a good job today. Obviously, there's still some, some stuff out there that we want to improve on. Um, but again, it's yeah, again, hats off to them. They, they were they played outstanding today. Um, got some really good players over there, or two All Pros. Um, you know, it shows. You had uh, 11 carries today. Uh, it's been a while since you had double digits. I mean, for you on the field, what does that feel like? You know, it, when you're running it a lot and Obviously, having a lot of success with the pass as well. Um, I mean, it's playoffs, man. I, I, I'm just trying to do whatever I can to help this team win football games. If Dave dials it up, I got to do my job. Um, you know, if they want to take an extra guy out the box, um, give us numbers inside, you know, it's, uh, it's always a viable option for us, and we know that. Um, but, again, we, we made some good plays today, and uh, that's all I'm happy about. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Hey Josh, Dan Fates in Rochester. What does this win, this playoff win, mean or say about this team, especially in the circumstances of having to, having to battle some adversity and, and to not really be clicking on all cylinders at times throughout the whole game? I mean, yeah, it's again, you know, being in this situation that we were in last year, taking that experience, understanding that these these drives that we have are precious, but it's not the end of the world if we don't get things going right away. Um, staying with it, our defense did a great job of. You know, limiting them, that's a, that's a, that's a heck of a football team we just played. Make, make no mistake about it. Um, they came in prepared and hungry, and uh, you know, they started off with a bang, and uh, it took us a second to, to adjust and catch up um, to what they were doing. Um, they, they had a good plan all week for all game. Thanks, Josh. Congrats. Hey, Josh, uh, you know, going back to that, that Houston game, I mean, they, they, the Texans start to come back last year and you guys weren't able to, to hold it off. The, the Colts started to come back this year, but y'all managed to, to pull it off this time around. Uh, what does that say to, I guess, the growth, the mental growth of this team over the past 12 months? Well, uh, you know what? Like I said, we were able to take what we learned last year and, and take it to this game, not trying to press, not trying to do too much, um, let the game come to us. And, that's uh, so what we did. Um, you know, obviously starting off a little slow, found a way to get to a rhythm late. Um, just made enough plays to win. You know, and I'm still kicking myself for uh, for a couple of plays um, that I talked to the agents. You know, this is playoff football. Uh, you got to forget about. It. You got to focus on next week. And it doesn't matter what we did. You know, back to zero and zero. And again, whatever team we face, they're zero zero. Come into uh, into our house. I know we got another home game. And, uh, we got to prepare and uh, expect to be ready. Uh, get ready to go.
And with uh, this being your second playoff game, with, with fans in the stands for the first time, with the, the pressures of being the, the favorite and, and, and whatnot, was it difficult to at all to not get too over-energized, not to get too hyped at the start of the game? Uh, I mean, I, again, you always going to have those little butterflies and the anxiousness, but um, I listened to my, my student music before the game time and um, with those jitters under control. But, you know, until that first play happens, you're obviously going amped up. It's playoff football. It's winter go home, um, and that's always on your mind. So you got to go out there and do whatever you can to get a W. All right. Thanks, Josh. See you, Gosh, thank you. Uh, first of all, congratulations, and uh, thanks thank for you. thanks for taking a little time here. Um, uh, we, you, I know you've asked a lot about the whole keeping the composure thing and all that, and, and we asked you a lot about it before the game. So you, you clearly did that, but what was it? You were challenged, obviously, uh, by a good defense and a scheme that you got. They got some heat on you, and, and it obviously gave you some different things to look at and maybe not see what you thought you were seeing. All that. Um, what was the just your mindset like as you went through the game and faced a, a defense that I think had, had a lot going for it to challenge you as a quarterback? Yeah, um, again, just understanding the flow of the game, understanding not to, to press, not to do too much. Um, and so that's the only thing that's on my mind. Yeah. I was staying calm on the sideline, you know, as calm as I could, uh, understand that there's not the game, there's still a lot of game left. Yeah, so. Just trying to reiterate that to my teammates, trying to be that leader by example, just not trying to get uh, too worked up over, over the small things and um, understand the game. Again, there's a lot of plays on the field left and we were leaving some stuff out there. And uh, I mean, once we got improved, uh, we can start moving the ball how we know we, we can do it. And, and Jordan Poyer uh, told us that uh, overall, this is a more mature Bills team. Uh, how do you see that and, and how do you feel can you define that? Is that is that is he right about that? And do you share that as a collective thought for the team? For sure, um, it's the confidence that we have in each other. You know, we understand that whatever is going on during the game, we feel like we've got a chance. Um, you know, that's just based on how we play, how we trust one another, how we care for one another, how we practice. Uh, just the foundation that's been set here by Coach McDermott, and our front office, and, and Terry and Kim. Um, it is a family-like atmosphere here, and again, we, we want to do everything in our power to not let each other down. And, uh, that's why we play with so much confidence and trust on the field. Thank you again, and Thank you. Hey, Josh, congratulations to you. Hey, um, what do you, what do, uh, what is the tonight, what does tonight and tomorrow, tomorrow night look for you? Because this is a situation now where you don't know who your next opponent is, obviously, and you won't know until later tomorrow night. So what, what does the next, you know, I guess, uh, up till Monday morning look like for you? Um, I mean, nothing we can do except, uh, try to get our bodies right and ready to go. Um, I don't know exactly who's got bumps and bruises right now. I know, uh, Zach went down and you hate to see that and, uh, we're praying for him. Um, you know, it's tough to see when your brothers are down. But, um, and up until tomorrow night, we won't know when or who we're playing. So, again, it's just kind of sit and wait and try to relax and uh, focus your attention on uh, where we play uh, tomorrow night. And uh, the, uh, the the offside, that was big. The big offside, the hard count. They got him right at the, as the clock was going down. I mean, you don't have to tell us if you're what you're planning on doing necessarily, but... You know, you try that thing maybe 20 times this year, and then the one time, how is that 
I guess, can you speak to how important it is to always just keep doing it because, you know, you never know when you're going to get that. Yeah. Um, you know, just a, a good job of our, of our team staying disciplined and uh, Mitch did a great job of snapping the ball when he did and being able to be put in that situation and trust, um, coach trust us to, to go out there and, and do what we wanted to do. Uh, you know, it was, it was a good play by our team gives us a chance to go score a touchdown. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. The quarterback press conference is presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. According to Next Gen Stats, going into this game, the Colts' defensive line was one of three teams to not allow a touchdown pass when they generated pressure, which they do at a very high rate in the NFL, finishing out the regular season. But Josh Allen was able to complete 74% of his passes, had more than 300 passing yards. So where did you see Josh Allen win at in his game against the Colts? Well, early in the game, whether it was the pressure of the Colts' D-line or Josh Allen, his internal clock in his head just knowing against he was going against such a tough defensive line was going off fast he was escaping the pocket and when that happened he did a great job of finding Gabriel Davis along the sideline and that allowed them to start making plays down the field early in the game it took them a while to get their footing offensively but when Josh started scrambling and making those plays outside of the pocket that's where they were able to make some hay and as he made those plays it loosened up the defense a little bit to the point where Josh Allen then in the second half had 12 consecutive completions. So he found his accuracy as the game went on. Yeah, Gabriel Davis had two of those amazing tiptoe tapping catches, toe drag, swag, whatever you want to call it. He has gotten so good at making those catches really close to the sideline, going out of bounds uh, right after he catches the ball. Another player who's really good at that and pretty much catching anything that Josh Allen throws at him is Stefan Diggs. He had over 100 receiving yards today, so let's hear what Stefan Diggs had to say about this big victory. Hey, Stefan, congratulations on the win. Um, you know, there were some videos posted of you playing catch with fans before the game. Um, just what was your first experience with Bill's Mafia like outside of the airport atmosphere? First, thank you. Appreciate you. And, uh, it was fun, man. I had a lot of fun out there pregame. It was just so nice to have guys back. Uh, I used to do it all the time. I used to do it all the time. It just fits here. So I try to keep that going. Uh, I'm a little rusty throwing the ball, so I got to get it over there. What is it like just being a part of a team that, you know, won their first playoff game in 25 years? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. That's a hard question. I mean, I'm, I'm everybody's happy. We're more so hungry, and we feel like we, uh, we can play some better football. So not really too much thinking about, uh, I don't know, anything else other than trying to be better. Hey, thanks, man. It was a good one. Hey, Stefan, Jordan LeBarbe with Bills.com. Um, those, those grabs Gabe Davis made uh, during that last drop, first time, what, what do they say about uh, it? Was, it was, was going to be yeah. a four-quarter ball, man. You know uh, I, mean, I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier in this year that we had some young guys that could play that could step up and play some good football. So it was no surprise to me or any of the guys on the team. It's because we've seen Gabe's make catch. We've seen Gabe make plays. So seeing him make plays in our team, it just shows you that we got some guys that can move out there. Thank you. Hey, Stefan, can you hear me all right? I got you, big guy. Can you walk us through that touchdown catch uh, against TJ Carey? It, it didn't look like 
I mean, I only got one replay of it, but first glance, it didn't look like any double moves or, or you know, shakes at the line. It looks like you just ran right by him. Yeah, it was just like a, like a go. We just ran a go. They were playing all, zone all day for, for, I think we caught him on a snap of man right then and there. But his eyes was in the backfield, so put it too much up to his job. Do a good ball and try to catch a ball and get some points on the board. And I got in here a little bit late, so sorry if you've already been asked, but what was your first experience like, your first, you know, impression of playing in front of Bill's fans? I had a lot of fun, especially pregame, playing catch with him. Um, and it was just something that we've been looking forward to for a long time, so to have him harder to play this playoff, and this playoff run we're trying to make is definitely special. We're all excited about it, and I uh, look forward to trying to keep it going. And we haven't gotten you since, just one more. You got your first, you already had your first Pro Bowl selection earlier this year. You're also named first team all pro for the first time in your career. How does that feel knowing, you know, the, the doubt that you had, the doubt people had for you when you were first traded to the Bills? Um, for me, I try not to think too much about it. I'm definitely grateful and thankful just because, you know, I'm, I'm not sure without my quarterback. My quarterback throwing me the ball, line protecting for the big ball. So as far as like just trying to uh, do my job and earn it, and just things kind of iron out that way, especially for the people who uh, didn't believe in me or believe in me going to the Bills or, you know, a lot of people had opinions and stuff like that, but I try not to, I try not to feed too much into it because, I mean, anybody who knows football, you watch football. Uh, Josh Allen's a good quarterback. You know what I'm saying I'm, a, I'm, I'm an exceptional receiver, I'm halfway decent. I can, I can do my job. So for me, I'm just like, uh, I'm thankful to be where I am, and they're gonna keep hating. They're gonna find something new to hate about. You say you're halfway decent? Yeah. I think that's putting it mildly, man. But I uh, appreciate Thanks. your time, man. Congrats on the win. Appreciate you. Hi, Stefan. Jay Skirsky with the Buffalo News. Uh, we we heard from you during the week. You said, don't believe what you hear. You're you're going to be able to go. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, Cole today said he, there was no doubt he was going to be able to play. But both of you guys are obviously dealing with some some stuff physically. For you, for you both to be able to go out there and contribute the way that you did, how good does that feel? And, you know, what – and maybe in, in Cole's – uh, case specifically, what's it say about his toughness to, to battle through what he battled through? He's a, I mean, I look at myself as one of the leaders on this team, but silently Cole's one of those leaders. Cole's one of those guys that step up at, you know, any given time he's been making plays all season. And he's been a, a guy that's been vocal with us. As far as like being an older guy, he's one of the older guys in the room. So as far as like, you know, expressing himself and letting us know that uh, we can take it one play at a time, just get open pops, let's party. You know, that's his thing. So uh, we just kind of take it, take that same approach. And he's one of those guys that leads by example. You know, even if he was battling injuries, we're all battling injuries at the end of the season. And the guys to still go out there and make plays. He made a lot of plays that people, you know, might be brushed over or looked over, but not on this team. We know he plays a huge part of this team. Appreciate your time. Congratulations. No doubt. Thank you. Steph Finesse, Mookie Hawkins, well for Sports and 80. Good win out there today. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate you. Um, in, the, in, in early stages of the game, how much uh, did the, four, the, the, the poor field position, um, you know, the play calling here in that first half? Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of tough calling plays backed up. You're just trying to get in a good position and not make a mistake and get up an easy turnover. So it uh, definitely started us behind the eight ball, but you know, stuff that we're going to have to work through. It's not going to be our last time being in that position. So just finding a way to try to at least go 99 yards or at least get some of the backs to flip the field. That's all you're trying to do is back guys up so you can be in better position. Your, your, your first experience with Bill's Mafia, explain your emotions and um, how were they able to energize you guys in the game? 
I was already excited during the, uh, before the game just to see people in the stands because it's been so long and it's been, you know, we've been in the game for so long and it's been so quiet that you kind of got used to it being quiet. <laughs> but uh, pregame, you, you got a little bit of a, a crowd noise and then when the game started, it kind of gave you a little bit of extra juice to get out there and, yeah, you know, get active. Absolutely, man. You live to fight another Obviously. week. Good luck. Uh, Thanks, Devon, Jason, the Buffalo News. Congratulations. Uh, thanks, we got appreciate it. I got one. This is my last question. I got to go. Before uh, the game, you're you're throwing the ball back and forth with some Bills fans, man. What inspired you to do that? And how cool was it to be able to interact with them like that? I've been doing it since I got in the league as far as like interacting with my fans, especially uh, just, you know, whatever team I'm on, I've been doing it. So going on my new team, I've heard nothing but good things about them. So it's only right to keep the tradition going. And I wish there were some more kids out there, but uh, I only got some adults and I got to work on my arm. But it was definitely a hell of a time, and uh, I look forward to doing it again. And then I got to ask you about the, your vantage point of that Hail Mary at the end after what happened in Arizona to see them up and take care of business this time. Yeah, that was actually, that was, that was excellent. Good coverage, good D. Um, we walk away with a win. That's how football goes, man. You're not going to play a perfect game. I'm good, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. Here we are sitting in our chairs still like going crazy over this victory. And Stefan Diggs is just like all calm, cool, and collected. Like no big deal. We just want a playoff game. Acting like he's been there before, which he's been a part of the Minneapolis miracle. So he knows what it feels to win big games and big time moments. And this is territory that the Bills haven't been in quite some time. But at the same time, they need to keep it cool like Stefan Diggs, not get too ahead of themselves, not get too giddy, and go back to the tape because certainly look Looking back at this game, there's some things that didn't go in their favor. They allowed 300 passing yards to the Colts, something that I didn't think would happen in this game. They allowed them to convert 52% of their third down, something that the Colts really haven't even done that much of in the regular season. So going to the tape, watching this game, Eric, where do you think these Bills need to improve at before they head on to the divisional round when surely they're going to play another great opponent? Yeah, I think offensively, you're looking at better first and second down execution to not give yourself so many third downs, third and mediums, third and longs. And the Bills did such a great job of that this season. They led the league in the amount of plays they had that went for first downs. So they made a lot more big plays. They were more confident on first downs, I feel like, throughout the regular season. I'm not saying they were conservative, but when you only get three first-half possessions because of Indy sucking the life out of the ball, you have to make the most of their possessions. And they did before the half. Don't get me wrong. They they went back-to-back -back going into the half and coming out. Defensively, sure, there's a lot that you can clean up in the pass game. And the pass rush needs to be there as well. I thought at times, Phillip Rivers, now he gets rid of the ball fast. And so it makes it tough on the pass rush. And the Colts' interior offensive line is excellent. But the pass rush can help out the secondary to limit some of those big plays on the back end. But there's surely there's stuff to clean up. You had the Jack Doyle out and up along the sideline. That was a cover three beater that worked to perfection. And the play that we saw Matt Milano trailing down the sideline for the big touchdown. There's a lot to clean up. But you love cleaning up and you love learning from playoff victories. How fun is that to say? Exactly. The season is still going on. It's not locker clean out day. It could be way worse. And we've got some great coordinators, a great head coach here in Buffalo that can scheme against any team and do it in a great fashion, in a great way. Uh, Sean McDermott is in the Zoom room, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, getting his first playoff victory as the head coach of the Bills. So let's hear what he had to say about that first playoff win. 
just uh, want to praise God, man, for this uh, for this afternoon and, and this day. What a beautiful day in Orchard Park, New York, and um, to Him be all the glory. And uh, just also want to thank the fans, man. What an awesome, awesome day. I know not all, all the fans out there could be with us today, and uh, but we know you're at home cheering for us and, and supporting us. But what an awesome, awesome day, just in terms of the fan support. Kyle leading us off with the uh, with the opening video and. Uh, just a very special afternoon for for everyone, including uh, uh, including everyone that roots for the Bills across the uh, the entire world. So, really appreciate everyone out there and uh, go Bills. So, with that, we'll open up to your questions. Hey, Coach, congrats on the win. Um, I know you were talking up your the Hall of Fame quarterback that the Colts have over there, and I know he was giving your defense some fits at times. You know, getting off on the, getting off the field on third down was a little tough at times. But your defense had timely plays, it seemed, today, whether it was at the end of the first half down there, backed up on their goal line, or obviously the knockdown with Micah at the end. Can you just address how when plays absolutely had to be made in this game, your defense delivered? Yeah, I, I, would, I would say that's, that's spot on, Chris. Um, you know, just as an overall team, we didn't play our best game of the year, and, and that's in part because the Colts are a really good team. I mean, this is a seventh seed, but as I said all week long, um, you know, 11 wins in a seven seed is, is, uh, and one of those was against Green Bay, uh, who I think is the first seed in the other, in the other conference there. So very good team, very well coached team, a lot of respect for, for them. And, uh, we knew it was going to be tough. And, uh, and so, uh, but yeah, our defense, I thought at the end really stood up, man. That was, that's a tough, tough situation. Um, you know, unfortunately we had to sack on offense. I thought we had momentum and chance to go up you know, maybe six or, or 10 at that point, but, um, you know, we weren't able to, and I thought our defense stood up in, in a tough situation against a Hall of Fame quarterback, so it was good to see. And then just with respect to, you know, the, the Hail Mary play, um, Micah just comes from deep. It almost looked like he's taking a running slide at a, well, not a running slide, but a running shot at a center field ball when you got to dive for a center field. He looked like a center fielder, but then out leaped everybody just to smack that thing down for certain. I mean, it looked like nobody was stopping Micah on that play. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it looked like it was well executed uh, by our defense, and I thought Leslie Frazier really called a good game down the stretch there, and the players executed, and I really liked the look, look in their eye uh, when they took the field uh, that, that last try. Thanks, Coach. Coach Mookie Arkins, Waffle Sports, 80. Great win out there today. Thanks, Mookie. Appreciate it. Now, uh, I... You know, the Indianapolis coach probably is one of the most well-balanced teams that you faced all season. So how proud were you to see your team rise to the occasion and protect the house? Yeah, you know, um, as, you, as we looked at kind of the, the uh, options of, of who we could play even before the, the postseason was set, uh, even before uh, the last week of the regular season, in fact, we were kind of doing our research and the, the numbers speak for themselves. You know, they were one of the more well-balanced teams. Uh, offensively, defensively, and special teams, and and uh, as you saw, they they uh, they gave us fits today. And like I said, they're well coached; they don't beat themselves. Uh, very disciplined, very disciplined group. Now, coach, hey, your very first playoff win. Just describe your emotions with your team. Yeah, man, God is good. Um, <laughs> just extremely, extremely blessed to feel to be a part of this, me and my family, and and. Um, you know, so, you know, on to the next one. Honestly, looking forward to getting some rest tonight and just relaxing a little bit and watching some of these other games play and 
but it's never easy in the playoffs. And, and uh, I thought our guys, uh, our guys, uh, you know, really showed a lot of guts today. Absolutely, Coach. Hey, relax and enjoy this one. This back to business on Monday, man. Good luck. Thanks, Mookie. Hi, Sean, Adam, Benini, congratulations again. Um, Thanks, I'm going to kind of follow up a little bit on what Mookie asked there. Do you, do you, I realize you're, you're just out of, it's out of the most intense game of the season, right? But to put in perspective, you know, over the four years to have built to this point and to see that kind of come to fruition and, and to earn this victory, not just for you, obviously, but for the organization, the significance of that tonight. Yeah, that's, you know, this is, this, I'm fortunate I've been in this, I think it's my 28th or 29th playoff game. So I've been in, uh, you know, I've had opportunities like this uh, and I'm, I'm very grateful to, to get the win as a head coach, but I'm, but I think I'm more happy for our team and our fans and, and Terry and Kim and, and uh, all the people that have, you know, worked so hard even before we got here, honestly. And, and uh, for the fans to, to stand behind this team the way they've done, done over the years and the fans and how much noise they made today even at 6700 I guess was the number uh incredible man just you could feel you could feel it in the in the uh in the air just the atmosphere and the environment was it was almost like it was full especially down the stretch there and uh just special only in Buffalo yeah all right and I, if I could just follow up um I want to keep this kind of an open-ended question because Josh talked about it and some of the other players from your view, what was the difference in your team from maybe a poise standpoint from last year's game at Houston to this game today? Yeah, I think, you know, I think just leadership probably more than anything, maturity, professionalism. Um, yeah, that's what comes to mind more than anything, Adam. All right. Congratulations, son. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Sean, congrats on the win. Yeah, thanks, Heather. Appreciate it. Uh, Josh said that, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. Something to the effect of it's not a big deal when we don't get off to a fast start, you know, in the yeah. sense that they have this ability to bounce back and turn it on when they need to. Just what does it say about this offense that they can do just that even when they do get out to a slow start? Yeah, I'd like to see some fast start, faster starts. Um, but you know, sometimes you got to give the defense credit too, or the other team credit. They prepare, and these are all good teams. Um, so, you know, we're going to be able to learn from this tape though as well and, and uh, try and do a better job next go around. But I, I do like how we are able to communicate as coaches and adjust, and the players are able to take those adjustments and apply those to the game and, and get back on track. Uh, I mean, the, the field position in the first half was. Uh, we weren't playing playing good team football, good complimentary football, and uh, and so I thought we did a better job of that a little bit in the second half. Um, but again, um, you know, I thought we we played obviously good, but not our best our best style football, and, and that's what we got to get corrected this week. And then just the emotions, you know, we saw it pointing up to the sky when you know after they knocked down that hail mary. Just what was going through your mind at that very moment yeah just praise god i mean just um <clears throat> you know just very thankful for these for these group of men and, and women in our in our building and um the environment everything i mean it doesn't happen it's never just it's it's never just one person heather you know and i know people talk about you know 
that's the narrative. Sometimes it's, you know, this person, that person, but to do what we've been able to do is never, it's never one person. And uh, I think that's, that's what our team embraces. That's what the organization embraces. And as, as many, uh, as much praise as we've gotten uh, on the field, and we've got so many people in our building uh, that aren't even able to get in the building, but they're working from home. And, and that's, that's what I think also makes our organization special is that it's a true family type of, uh, type of atmosphere. Awesome. Thanks, Sean. Congrats again. Yeah, thanks. Hi, Sean. Matt Fairburn here. Um, that final drive, a couple of timeouts you guys took, one uh, after that fourth down play and one um, as you guys were getting ready just after that. What do you think those did for your team? I know the first one you're probably trying to get the, the officials to look at something, but what do you think those two did for your team there? Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's always different, Matt. Uh, every situation is a little bit different, but... Uh, you know, the one, help me with the one. Are you talking about the one before the field goal? Um, the one um, after they converted that fourth down and they, the, the officials ended up looking at the play. They didn't overturn it. Yeah. Uh, but you guys had some extra time to kind of figure out what was going on. Yeah, yeah. So just wanted to calm the waters a little bit more than anything on the one. And then the other one wanted to give the, the uh, you know, the people upstairs a chance to, to look at that play again because we were in two minutes. Um, it appeared that that play was going to get off and, and uh, you know, I don't have the, the ability to challenge the play myself underneath two minutes. So I wanted to, at a minimum, take a timeout so we could reset as a defense and, and then also um, so that hopefully give the people in the control booth a chance to look at it again. And the 54-yarder from Tyler Bass, um, what went into the decision to send him out there and what was it like to see him deliver? Awesome, man, right? Just full trust in him, full trust in, in uh, our, our field goal unit and their execution. So I got a lot of confidence in those guys. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Sure. Uh, yes, uh, Sean, congrats, uh, Coach McDermott, George Radney, Challenger Community News. Congratulations on the win today. Thank you, sir. A question for you. On, on, the, on those timeouts, piggybacking on his question, on Fairburn's questions, do you think that also with the timeout that also seemed to stop the, the groove that the Indianapolis Colts were in offensively, do you think that time would also help to, to, to stem that a little bit, slow them down? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they were in a rhythm. I mean, they got a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he just was making – I mean, he was on today. He was making some great throws, and, and they were in sync. And uh, I think uh, sometimes you use it for that as well and, and also to give our guys, like I said, a chance to rest and, and reset um, because you're playing – you know, 10, 12 plays in a row on that drive, and, and that can that can tire out a defense. So, yeah, I think all of that um, was worked in what helped us work and worked in our favor. All right, thank you very much. Take care. Yeah. All right, thanks, sir. Hey, Sean, Jason Wolf with the Buffalo News. Congratulations on the win. Thanks, Jason. Uh, curious, wanted to uh, get your thoughts on how your run defense performed today. You know, Taylor had a heck of a season. Um, he was a big threat coming in. Uh, might be, uh, you know, the greatest weakness of the defense is, is the run game, but you were able to really stop them today. I think gave up maybe one long one uh, to him, a couple to Hines. Um, just what do you think about the way your run D did? Yeah, I thought, you know, on the normal down situations, Jason, normal first and second down situations, we did a, a pretty good job. Uh, up there in terms of fitting the run and, and they've got some good, good schemes and concepts. 
Uh, the, I think the fourth quarter they hit a couple uh, that I thought we could have handled better and, and tackled better there and swarmed. Um, so yeah, there was you know I think s- some good to it, and, and then obviously some things we got we have to correct this week. I know. What does that mean moving forward for the team as far as confidence when it comes to stopping the run? Because there might be some, you know, big time running backs that you're going to face in the next, uh, you know, round or so. Yeah, no, that's big. I mean, uh, I think it, they take it personally. They accept the challenge and, and that's what you got to do. You got to respect every opponent and, and know that you got to continue to up your game each week. And, and that's how the playoffs are. And every, every opponent we're going to face, uh, including this opponent today, um, you know, it's going to be good and, uh, and well-balanced. And so whether it's a running game, quarterback, receivers, uh, we have to continue to grow uh, as a team, in this case on the defensive side. But I'm really, really proud of that defense, the way they stood up, man. They showed a ton of guts. Uh, I thought, you know, the coaches did a really good job on the sideline communicating with them and, and continuing to adjust throughout the game, which is important. Congrats again. Appreciate you. Sure. Thank you. Uh, congratulations, Coach. Um, just talk about how Gabriel Davis, those two catches he made there in the first half, how that kind of got you guys kind of jump-started on offense. Being big, yeah, plays big plays, sorry to interrupt. Big plays, and for especially for a rookie uh, in his first playoff game, to make those plays, it just showed that he's mentally tough and the game wasn't too big for him. Um, and that's good to see. And same thing with couple of the other guys, namely Tyler Bass, making that kick as a rookie 54-yard, I think it was 54-yard mm-hmm. field goal in the fourth quarter. Um, so it just shows you their mental toughness and how prepared they were. Thank you. Sean McDermott's press conference is presented by Hunt, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. Right, Eric, the Buffalo Bills are moving on in the playoff to the divisional round. They beat the Colts 27 to 24 today, and now prep begins for their question mark, whoever they play. Uh, we've got some awesome games left for Saturday and three games more on Sunday. So to be determined on who the Bills will see next week and when that game will be. But how did you see the Bills mature and take a step forward today, uh, maybe putting the last season playoff loss in the past? Well, they were able to hold on and make the plays at the end to win the game. Their defense came up big with the stop at the end of the game. But the offense, to make the plays that they did in the second half and really to close out the first half and to start the second half, that was the big turning point in the game for the Bills to make those necessary steps to make strides off of last year to now have won 14 games on the season. This is a team that no one in the NFL wants to play because they're executing on both sides of the ball. And and really, it's a fun thing to watch. Yeah, they finished the regular season as the hottest NFL team around, scoring so many points with the defense doing a great job of limiting points, allowing under 20 points a game in the last several weeks to end the regular season. So surely a fun team to watch, a fun team to root for, and a really fun team to cover. Hopefully many more weekends to come for the Buffalo Bills as they move on in the playoffs. Eric, thank you for being with me tonight and breaking down this game. If you guys want more highlights, more analysis, uh, more interviews, make sure you head to MSG at 1130 for our full version of Bills tonight. But that's going to do it for us on Bill's Night Digital. We hope everybody enjoys the rest of their evening. 
Another great football game uh, in store. A couple more football games, one going on right now and one tonight. And we hope you enjoy a wonderful slate of games on Sunday as you Bills fans can relax, exhale, knowing that we are headed to the divisional round. Uh, we hope you guys have a great evening. For Eric Wood, I'm Maddie Glab. We will see you next week right here.